it's time for Celebrity Profile on Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Jurassic World Schaefer. <laughs> and Guardian of the Galaxy, Klee B. And today we're going to be doing a new feature here on Not So Life from Asteroid G. We are going to be doing a Hollywood profile of a very specific actor or actress. This week we are going to be singling out Chris Pratt for all our hate and attention. Primarily because he just had on Amazon Prime within, you know, a couple weeks of us recording this or so, uh, the new film for his oeuvre. The Tomorrow War, which, spoilers, sucks. Um, yes. So, <laughs> it's a bad movie. We, we'll go over that in more detail another time, or you can read a review on the website. But it's a bad, bad movie. And it got me thinking, why exactly does Chris Pratt star in so many terrible movies? So I went, I went and looked at what he's done since he became famous. Because, you know, he did Parks and Rec, and then he got picked up by the MCU to do Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's got, coming up soon, three Guardians of the Galaxy movies under his belt, plus a couple of Avenger films, a Thor film, and a holiday special that's going to come out that's tied to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So that's a lot of MCU crap. And then he's done voice work for the increasingly middling Lego movies. And he's done the hideously middling Jurassic Park films. And now he has the Tomorrow War out. So, what the hell happened, I guess, is my first question. Was he ever talented, or was, like, his early stuff that he did and the fact that he can only get middling work indicative of the fact that the guy actually doesn't have any talent? And I'll open this up one, one up to the floor. Well, I mean, like, the first thing I've seen him in was Parks and Rec, and I think a yeah. lot of people are like that. Yeah. Um, and I loved his character in Parks and Rec, and I liked the story where he was supposed to be, like, a one-off character. For one season. Yeah. yeah. And But he kind of stuck around because people loved him so much. Yeah. And I would think that that's a credit to his acting ability, um, or at least as a comedic role. Yeah. And I think this is where the split comes off, because I think he can... He has great comedic timing. He plays a lovable goofball very well. But then when he did Guardians of the Galaxy, that kind of made him an action hero. Yeah. And, but he was still a lovable goofball in Guardians of the Galaxy. But I think studios and casting agents were like, we need to get Chris Pratt and all this other stuff that he's not goofy, not sarcastic. And he's just not like leading main material. He's not like John Krasinski. Yeah. Who can play a great leading main role in an action film without mm -hmm. being dopey and goofy. But yeah. Chris Pratt's bread and butter, I think, is lovable goofball regardless if he's a little pudgy you know if he has like a dad bod like me or if he's Channing Tatum-esque yeah um but I want to see him do more goofy stuff and even in Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. they kind of moved him more to the serious action hero. as it went on yeah, yeah which I did not appreciate mm. but um I think that's where the biggest issue is with me personally B well, okay, I don't actually have a problem with uh, Chris Pratt. I actually like pr Chris Pratt, but, you know, there's many times that I like actors that you guys don't. So, um, here, here's, like here, here's, the, here's the take. Um, he's attractive in a goofy way. And believe it or not, women do like the goofy-looking man. So, and, and he is cut when he actually 
exercises. So we'll, we'll give them that. But he was in a couple of really popular TV shows, which actually built his fame. So not only Parks and Rec, which is what he's usually remembered for, he was actually in Everwood, which was an actually popular show back in the early that. 2000s. Um, he was Shay in the OC. Oh. Yeah, he was Shay in the OC, and that was a pretty popular show, the OC. So, I mean, and he got, um, he was in Moneyball, and that movie, even though he wasn't a big character in that movie, that movie did very well in the theaters. So, because it was Brad Pitt and um, and the other guy who I don't like. Um, anyway, so, I mean, you get, you get a whole bunch of that. He was in The Magnificent Seven. I actually really liked that movie. Um, then again, he was also in Jim and the holograms. So, you know, it really, you kind of weigh it back and forth going, really, you were really in that. Um, but you were promised though. (laughs) And he did technically play himself in Jim, right? Yeah, he did. So, so you got to kind of look at his entire career across the board. He has been in a handful of really decent shows and really decent movies. And, Actors, all actors, they build their careers based on those relationships that they have at the very beginning. And you become more famous as uh, you make those relationships. So he made a relationship with, I believe, um, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is, I, I know we've talked about him, James uh, Gunn. And, and that is really what launched him into his current fandom. So you got to kind of give him, you know, a slap on the back and say, you know, attaboy, you did good because you're right. I don't think he's the greatest actor. I really didn't like him in Onward, although I really did like Tom. Um, who plays the other one? Oh, you said Tom. Tom Cruise. Spider-Man. No. Tom Brady. Spider-Man. No. <laughs> Tom Brady. That's you Thomas suck. Edison. All of you suck. <laughs> you, just, you just suck. I'm just saying you suck. Um, in Boyd. any case, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Anybody you know, else? Founding father. He's had quite a long career. I'm just saying. <laughs> um. No. Yeah, now you make me look Anyway. Okay. Okay. So anyway, that's why. That's why he's famous. That's why he has. He that's has, why he has the popularity right now. He only right has now. one character. He plays Andy Dwyer in everything. Okay, but Tom Cruise plays the same character in I every think Tom movie. Tom Cruise has too much of a career, okay? The only <laughs> I reason, don't. No, the only reason why I watch his films at this point is because I'm waiting for the day he succeeds in killing himself, okay? Oh. Tom, Tom day, Holland. There you go. Sorry. No, Tom Holland doesn't work to kill himself. It's Tom Cruise who does that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, Tom Cruise is basically watching a, a guy slowly work his way to retirement via suicide in all the movies he does. And it creates... Some spectacular stunts. I guess he's like the same age as my mom, and is oof. she is she doing action movies? No, she, oh, she's so, barely walking a straight line right now. So I mean, see, that's maybe if she was trying to actively kill herself in a motion picture. He's okay, but he's, let's just be honest. Movies stay Keep coming, yeah, I know, yeah, right? Like, I yeah, fine. Yeah, you'd be ninety I mean, years old scaling Dubai buildings. <laughs> off let's let's just be honest. The last handful of movies that he's been in. That people can remind remind themselves that he's been in is Jurassic World, even though it was considerably a, a terrible movie. I actually liked it because I like the Jurassic World uh, fandom. Yeah, um, the the Avengers. Everybody likes the Avengers. Everybody likes Guardians of the but Galaxy. I mean, except for Josh. He's 
always handy to wear. Um, I like the Avenger part with with uh, Star Lord up until the part in is it Infinity War where he stops Thanos. Kind of the the plot, yeah. like for no reason, is just yeah. like, oh, so Doctor Strange had everything under control, but Star Lord's just gonna fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> but for no reason. But what he's what he done is generally he is now he's both in the um, Disney camp and he's also in the Universal camp. He's a very he's in a very strong position right now. Hey, I'm not knocking the hustle. No, not knocking the hustle. He does a lot of movies. He just does the same thing in all of them and that's my big issue like like there's like uh, uh, the tomorrow war he's at his most convincing when he's playing a dopey high school scientist the second they actually have him have to become like a soldier like it's he's okay at it but there's no depth to the performance he's much more comfortable and he's much happier clearly being a big dopey guy but that's not the kind of roles he's getting cast in for yeah. the most part. He's playing the the ex-military guy who trains raptors. He's playing the soldier that has to go into the future to fight the, a war against, like, and uh, Edge of Tomorrow-style aliens. He's playing these heroes that don't suit match up with the thing that he's good at, which is the CW star-turned-sitcom actor for NBC. <laughs> and that's I think that's the problem, is, like... The movies that he's doing are generally, like, sometimes they're successful because of the franchise that's behind them. But when it's not a franchise tentpole that has, like, years of development behind them, so we're looking at, like, Passengers or The Tomorrow War, which is shoved to uh, Amazon so that Paramount can actually recoup some money, they kind of sound... I don't think think that Passengers was bad because of Chris Pratt. I actually believe that Passengers was bad because of Jennifer Lawrence. Passengers was bad because it's just a bad story. Yeah. I'm going to that too, but it was around. worse because of bad acting all all around. But so dopey, the dopey, creepy serial killer MRA guy who decides to wake up a woman and she falls in love with him is a bad story in general. Yeah, and, it was bizarre. I don't know yeah. why he would sign on to that. That's too. that's my first thing. Is very Pratt, why are you in this movie? Secondly, <laughs> yeah. Secondly, I mean, your dopey guy shtick like, tries to make the main character lovable, but he's not a character that should be lovable, and you can't sell that other aspect of it, dude. You just can't. He doesn't play slimy very well. No, and, uh, like, the character, like, I I feel like that movie not only needed a different ending, but it needed a slimier guy in the main role, so that you're sitting there going, yeah, so after after they save the ship, Jennifer Lawrence then shoves him out in the airlock and lives happily by herself for the rest of her life, because that's the ending she needed. Yeah. But that whole movie, like you said. Oh God! Oof. Yeah. I never finished it. I didn't. <laughs> you you probably stopped it right when it was okay. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I got bored with it. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. He's been in a lot. He has a very long career. I I, I see movies on here that I actually want to go look at and see what the hell it is that it even is to begin with. But he's been in a lot of middling stuff. I mean, Jennifer's body as a side character. Uh, Wieners is apparently a movie that exists as a side character. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty as a side character. You know, like, I don't know. I, so. Listen, I, I can't really argue with you. I, I agree <laughs> that some of the movies that he's been in have not been the best movies, but if you enjoy the actor, typically you'll enjoy the movie, regardless of how bad it is. 
Like, I mean, I, I love seeing Tom Cruise kill himself. Nothing could save the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind the mummy, though. The mummy was fine, but, like, for the amount of money they spent on it, it, oh, it yeah. shouldn't have just been fine. They should have edited out all of Russell Crowe's parts. Oh, honestly. God, that... that... We could do a whole other podcast on that. I think we've even already I think did we one. Did. Yeah. yeah, and I want to do more bitching about it, honestly. But it's not about Russell Crowe because I liked him and I like the idea. Well, but... okay, okay, we're off topic here, but profile of <laughs> Russell Crowe for just a second. Russell Crowe is in his element when he's in a period piece. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, if you do a dopey like eighteen hundred science class with Russell Crowe and Chris Pratt, that would be a movie worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just the two of them. Yeah, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. I'd watch it. So. As long as they got a fight at the end. Because <laughs> it's not a movie until Russell Crowe punches someone. So, okay. So, that's his that's his filmography. I guess as a profile of a specific Hollywood star, we do also have to touch upon the fact that he was married to... to Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris, who and he'd he... done her dirty. Yeah, who he divorced after having a kid with her uh, because apparently they just quote-unquote grew apart. Which I don't know if we need to read into that too much. But then um, he also attends a really, really sketchy church. Yeah. Yeah. He married a Schwarzenegger, right? I think I think I I saw something about Schwarzenegger on there. Catherine, I think. Catherine. Wow, you're good. Yeah, I'm just looking at at his bio right now. And that is, in fact, uh, yeah. Wow. And because of his marriage through Schwarzenegger, he's somehow a member of the Kennedy family now. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, Jews for Jesus oh. is part of his thing. No, thank you. Okay, but no, but you. okay, but a lot of the stories state that it wasn't Ferris who wanted to break. It wasn't Pratt who wanted to break up. It was Ferris. But that doesn't so... necessarily mean anything. Like you know, your husband's doing you dirty. Do you stick around? Why do you, Why do you think that Chris Pratt was doing her dirty? I'm curious. Just not a lot to talk about but there were some rumors back when it happened okay um, but um also i don't want to get into the specifics on air i'll just leave it at that <laughs> do you think anna ferris will be upset with you if you yes. spill something yes. on- no, no, they're no, actually no. very close friends and <laughs> she doesn't like okay. it when he talks about this stuff on air I mean, yeah, she's actually texting me right now like, what are you doing, what man? Doing? <laughs> this is future Anna Ferris talking to past Josh. <laughs> okay, so here I will talk about it because I'm not friends with Anna Ferris. So <laughs> according to what I've read about the whole Ferris-Pratt relationship is that Ferris was used to being a bigger star. And then when Chris Pratt became a bigger star, she was concerned that his fame would end up ending the relationship because that's what happened in her first relationship with Ben Indra, so uh, which she was married to. So this would have been her second marriage, by the way. Um, <laughs> and so I believe she's the one who withdrew from the relationship because she was concerned of Chris Pratt's fame. Yeah, well, there was also a lot of things going around where Chris was uh, sidestepping a little bit too. So the, you have those rumors. I, I understand. They thought that Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence were having a hookup. Jennifer Lawrence has said that would never happen. She doesn't like him that way. She doesn't actually like him at all. So yeah, I, I, mean, I don't believe that one personally. 
I mean, you could see so, they had absolutely no chemistry in Passengers. They yeah. absolutely <laughs> had no chemistry, no, chemistry no, no. at all. That was one of the dumber rumors I've heard, yeah, personally. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, being a, a divorcee myself, I can tell you that there is probably two sides of every story. Oh, for sure. Wait, wait, you were in a relationship with Chris Pratt? Well, I, I don't like to talk about it on... on <laughs> you and Anna Ferris, apparently. What are the odds? <laughs> Neither of you want to talk about it on air. Oh, my God. No, but... I, I think my bigger issue with him is specifically the, the church that he's a part of. And yeah. the fact that the church will say really awful things that kind of carries his endorsement. And he won't, like, flat out say, no, this is a bad thing. He always, like... Does this middle of the road little, well, you know, the church is the church. I'm like, yeah, but you attend it. If this is what the church is saying, you stop attending it and you go somewhere else. You know what, Mike, I'll say, if you if you want to shit on Chris Pratt because he's a churchgoer, no, I'm completely I fine with that. Because of the church he attends. <laughs> go attend church, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying I support you in that. <laughs> but that's not what I'm saying. That's I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Anyway. So he sucks. And, <laughs> okay. And whatever he might say, he sucks. So <laughs> anyway. Uh, you got anything else to say about Mr. Pratt? Uh no, I think we've said it all. That okay. Mr. Pratt is does not have the the spark in your eye that he might have had at one time. Hmm. He was fine at one time. Yeah. Yeah. I wish he would go back to comedy. Yeah. He's better at it. He's actually yeah. kind of good at the, the as I said, the parts of Tomorrow War that worked are the parts that feel the most like like okay, so they feel like evolution. Yeah. That that sci-fi comedy. There's parts where he's just hanging out in a science lab with a kid and a goofy dork like him, and they're ripping back and forth, and it works great, and it has energy. Like, those, that's the movie that they should have made, or they shouldn't have cast Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like, in my review of it, I'm like, this movie would be so much better if you had a strong actor that can carry off, like, a bit of comedy, but a lot of action, like Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would have been a better, the better casting choice. The movie would still be hideously uneven and stupid, but, like, it might actually work better with a different actor in it. And I think that's the problem with a lot of the roles that he picks, is he starred in Guardians of the Galaxy, which he was cast for because he's a comedic actor, and it's kind of a comedic action movie. But he's kind of, like, they see this, and they see him as a tentpole star who can lead action films, and so that's what he's getting cast in, but that's not what he's good at. No. Okay, fair enough. So. So now we have to figure out who we're going to do next, so this isn't just a one-time thing where we just shit on Chris Pratt. Although, technically, we've sh shit on Kevin Smith a lot, so maybe this is the second time we've picked someone to shit on. Well, we don't have to shit on anybody. We could actually just do another one about, you know... I mean, it's us. It's us, though. We're just we're just going to shit on people, and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with doing someone like Peter Dinklage. Oh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, we should do a, we should do a we Peter should Dinklage one. We've talked about him enough. I feel like we need we to do a Hollywood we, profile. Uh, we should. Yeah. Like, maybe have a... Because like, I'm in the middle camper. Like, I'm in between you and B on the Chris Pratt scale, but... I just want better movies from other people. Yeah, I, I expect like higher. That's, yeah. Like, it's not that I don't like him, it's just that no, I don't my like expectations are higher than... Well, I try to take politics out of the art. I can't. 
I know you can't. I can't. But I try. <laughs> Sometimes it's harder than others. Like, for example, if Donald Trump was to start a movie, I probably wouldn't watch it because of his I, I'm not going back to watch uh, Home Alone 2 again, that's for sure. <laughs> Did they edit that Wait, part out? I wasn't going to watch it anyway. No, that's a bad movie. Like, whenever he pops up, if I watch it later, did. Like, I'm like, oh. I think they did uh, uh, take him out. him out of Home Alone 2, yeah. yep. Yeah, I see that. The, ha have his face edited over with someone else. Who's a black actor we could put in there instead that would piss him off? Any, any <laughs> of them? Anyone, yeah. Pick one. Like... <laughs> Arsenio Hall. Ooh, what? Kevin what? Hart. What was he doing now? We should do a profile on him sometime, too. Yeah. Profile on Arsenio Hall. Where are you at, Arsenio? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a profile on Chris Pratt, not Arsenio Hall. Here on Asteroid G, I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'm everything is sometimes awesome, but mostly not anymore. Josh Schaefer. <laughs> and Guardian of the Galaxy, Queen B. And we will see you next time.